Okay, yesterday's daf was daf mem zayin. Today's mem ches. We'll do a review of yesterday's daf. Get to today's. We have in mind. Rufuah Shleima, Dasa Bas Runya. Run, And um, Amy Basvora. And you the Leib. And you the Leib Ben Batsheva. And <laughs> Michal Aviva Bas Yudis. Right? Okay. All right. And all else who need it. All right. So um, we're going to start our review at the very um, last line, talking about uh, what the rights. Um, what the father's rights are in his daughter. Um, so he's entitled to her, what she finds. So the reason why he's entitled, the Gemara tells us, is because of Eva, um, that since um, he takes care of her food needs, um, even though he's not really responsible in that, when she's that age, so um, there, you don't want him to feel bad that he's doing that, so therefore, if, if she finds anything, he, um, um, he gets it. Maisi Adayim, he also is entitled to, um, where do we know that from? So the Gemara says, because the Pasuk says that a father can sell his daughter as an Amma, so obviously if he's selling her as an Amma, her Maisi Adayim are going to be to the master, so if he's able to sell her, her Maisi Adayim before he sells her should be to him. Um, so maybe that's only by Ketana, because he's allowed to sell. But by Inari, he, she, the sale, he cannot sell a, a girl who's a Naira, because once she hits a Naira, she's no longer um, an Amavri anymore. All right? She goes free. So maybe the Maisei time should be hers. So the Gemara says it makes sense that it should be the father's anyway, because um, uh, the father still has a right to give her over to the Chuppah, um, oh, how would be he be allowed to do that? It's impinging on her ma'isya daim. She could work that day. You know what I'm saying? You're busy getting her married off. She's uh, losing a day of work. What kind yeah. of business? The fact that he has that right <laughs> proves that uh, that he is entitled to the ma'isya daim. So Rav Chai uh, says maybe that uh, he has to pay for it. <laughs> yes, I have a right to. Um, marry her off, and uh, I pay her for her lost wages. Or um, maybe marries her off at night, when there's not working hours. Maybe you could only make nighttime weddings, something like that. Um, or Shabbos and Yantav weddings. Uh, she says it doesn't really mean Shabbos and Yantav. There's all types over here that says that again, what do you mean? Yantav, it's Eimavin Simcha B'Simcha. That's not appropriate. Anyway, Cholomoyed, or whatever. But you get the idea. It means secular holidays. <laughs> I'm just saying. Days that, that, that she's not expected to work. Anyway, so the bottom line is is that the, the Pasuk can't be talking about a Ketana because it's obvious. If I can sell her, then a Maisedayim already is. So the Pasuk is obviously indicating that he is entitled to her Maisedayim even as a Naira. Okay, also he has the rights over her Nidarim, her vows, any vow. He has a right to nullify her vows. <laughs> and that's based on the puzzle. Gabino Reho Besavia. While she's a Nara, she's Besavia, the father has control over that. He also has the right to receive her get. How do you know that? Pasuk says Vyatsavhaista, so just like he has a right to marry her off, he has a right to receive her get as well. Now we said in the in the Mishnah that although that is true, um, he, he doesn't eat um, peros bechayeha. 
Okay, all, he doesn't, but the husband does. So um, we said the father doesn't eat peros bechayet bito, um, and Rabbi Yossi Rebuda says the father does eat peros bechayet bito. What's the machlok is here between Tanakam and Rabbi Yossi Rebuda? So Tanakam says that by the husband it makes sense that the rabbanan are giving the peros to him, because if you wouldn't give him the peros, he won't redeem her. But the father. What are you going to say? That he's not going to redeem his daughter? He'll anyway redeem his daughter. So the whole purpose why we give Paris is for that, uh, for that reason, and we, only, and we only need it by the husband. We don't need it by the father. Rabbi opinion is, is that, you know, the father needs encouragement too, uh, that he's entitled to her Paris, um, uh, because otherwise he won't redeem. He says uh, that, uh, he says, look, she's earning her own money, she has, a, you know, uh, she has a wallet full of uh, Yerusha that's waiting for her. Why shouldn't, you know, let, let her use that towards her redemption. Yeah. So the point being is, is that you don't want him to have that attitude and the fact that he's entitled to the Paris, even though there is, let's say, a, a certain amount of money that's waiting for her to take once she's of age. Point being is, is that any income that that produces, the fruit that it produces, he's benefiting from, so he'll take care of that that requirement. <laughs> Once she's nises to the husband, then the husband is oichal peres according to, to the Mishnah. So, um, the Gemara talks about, what if he writes peres ksus v'kelem that come with her, mi beis avia, um, um, so, um, so, to the beis baila, um, so if she dies, the husband doesn't get it, um, so, so the question is, does 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 it go to, to, to so first opinion is that it's lo zocha bal malalu, and then they said the name of Nasan that it's zocha bal malalu. So what's the machlokas? Maybe it's the machlokas between Rabbi ben Azar and the Rabbanan, because the Mishnah tells us that if she was widowed or divorced, whether from nisun or sin, she collects, <laughs> he collects everything. I mean, she collects everything. Um, and Rabbi Laz ben says, no, only Minan does she collect everything. Of Minan it's only the actual Ksuva itself, the, the Messiah, or the, for a Psula, or for a widow, it's the money. Because the extras that a man introduces into the into the the extras that he puts in is only with the intent that he does a, that he ma- that he actually consummates the marriage. If he never did the nisuin, so then it doesn't it doesn't include it doesn't intend to have that included. So the one who says that that, that the, there's no rights that's going like Rabbi Lezbin Azar. The one that says that there are rights is going like the Rabbanon. So the says no, really everybody holds like Rabbi Lezbin Azar, yeah. And the idea of lo zacha is going to look simple like Rebbe Lozben but if you say zacha, the idea is, is that Rebbe Lozben is only talking about what's coming from him to her. That, he, that his, because what he writes in the ksuva as a gift from him to her is with that intent. <coughs> but if it's from her to him, even Rebbe Lozben would agree that uh, the whole reason why she is bringing those things into the marriage is because of the chasana. And the chasana did occur. Um, so therefore, it's not. There's a different criteria. What he wants, the pleasure of, of 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 being intimate with her, is really what his goal is by the man's side, and therefore his intent in those extra gifts is for that, 
Mashenkin, as opposed to the uh, from her to him. It's the being married that's the that's the the driving force, and that happens in the beginning. So that's the difference by her from her to him. Interesting idea. Next thing we talked about is the chi of mizonos. So we explained that the mizonos has to do with Um The her burial costs is because of the ksuva, and therefore um, the husband eats the peros. So what kind of peros? This doesn't have any connection. So the Gemara explains, you're right, it's missing one piece. The mizonos has to do with Maisyadayim, meaning he provides her sustenance because he's entitled to her, um, her earnings. Her redemption is for peros because anything she brings into the marriage, he gets to eat the peros, therefore <laughs> should, she get, should she get captured, he would have to redeem her. And her burial has to do with the ksuba. And that's why the husband eats the peros. Now, what is the that's why? What's the lufikach? So you might think that maybe he can't eat the peros. He has to save the peros and keep it so as, you know, just in case something happens, he'll have to spend the money. The answer is, is that this is a better system because he eats it right away. He's not saving it because what if something happens early on in the marriage when there aren't that many peros? So then he's not going to be wanting to redeem it. He says, look, the, the, it wasn't worth it for me to get the Paris. Whatever the Paris covers, that covers it. Then, and not, I'm not going to redeem her. So therefore, you say, look, you can eat the Paris. You can do with it as you please. But that's the, the, for that right, you have to redeem her on, on everything. That's basically the idea. Um, so the Gemara asked a question, next question was, is that um, how do you know this, what, what, how, what corresponds to what facts, uh, which things correspond to which? The Maizyadayim is connected to Mizonos, how do you get at that, like that? So Abayi says it's logic, because the Matsui, the more common thing, is connected to the more common thing. The less common thing is to, connected to the less common thing. So that's the Svar of Abayi. Rava says, is that um, no mizonos is not a it's not a takanas chachamim it's from the Torah because the Torah talks about sheiru ksus ve'onasa lo yigra and sheiru is mizonos as the pasuk says v'asher achlu she'ar ami the ksusa is the clothing and that's kimashmo and the onasa that's referring to relations as the pasuk says by lavan he says im ta'anas benosa you cause my children my daughters pain by taking in extra wives. Now, Rabbi Lazar says other, uh, differently. He says that She'era is referring to Ona, to relations, because it says, Ish Yishel Kol She'er B'saro. So it's referring to intimacy. And, um, and then it says, Exusa's clothing. And Onasa is the food, as the Pasuk says, we had it just recently, Vaya'ancha Vaya'rivecha Vaya'chilcha Zaman. So you see that Inu is connected to food. And that's uh, his shita. And um, I'm not sure. I think he went to the two dots, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, Blazer, just, just, just a little bit in the dots. Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. Two, two dots, I mean, sure. So, Rabbi Yazar ben Yaakov says that Sheer Xusa <laughs> is according to the Sheer comes the Xus, meaning that he has to match up, that you can't get clothing for uh, you know, what's appropriate for, younger, for a younger person if she's older, or older person, if she's younger. It has to match the style, or the, Rashi says it's not a style, there's a certain sensibility that applies to younger people that's different than older people. They're more comfortable in certain types of clothing. It's a reason why they dress differently. 
and um, and that's the idea. Um onasa is the meaning of the fum onasa tinksusa, meaning you can't uh, depending on the season it has to be seasonal clothing. Um, for, uh, new clothing is is more appropriate in the winter where it's a tighter weave and uh, it'll keep you warmer. Uh, worn out clothing is better in the summer in the summertime so that you can breathe, okay, because it's hotter. So you don't do the reverse because the new clothes in the summertime shall be sweltering and the, the worn clothes in the wintertime shall be freezing. So that's the idea. And that is the review of yesterday's talk.